0: Welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Diogène Tirandekoura. On this show, you will discover the realities, the successes and the struggles of business management and information technology consultants in the fast-moving B2B world. So stay tuned if you want to know more about what it takes to have a consulting lifestyle. Today, I have two guests instead of one usually. So uh, these are Katherine Nixon and Casey Skaggs who are co-founders of the Vitamin C blog. They are based in Australia and what they are doing is they are actually informing, connecting and empowering people and organization inside the healthcare industry. Uh, in this uh, episode, we'll be talking about uh, how they come how they uh, decided to to create uh, the organization uh, what is unique about their uh, business model and services uh, how they uh, managed to pivot during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic and uh, what are their uh, vision of consulting and how uh, how more uh, how more free they feel uh doing uh doing it as a as a consultant uh so uh, this is a very interesting episode because uh, uh we know that uh, health is uh, is an important matter uh that the healthcare industry all over the world has been challenged uh, uh by the pandemic and uh during this episode we will also be talking about uh, issues related to uh, related to that so um listen to it and uh, let us know uh, what you think about it. There is uh, also the possibility for uh, anyone interested to uh, get in touch uh, with the guest uh, afterwards. So the link will be, is provided in the show notes and it will be mentioned uh, at the end of the episode. Hello and uh, welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle to Casey Skaggs and Catherine Nixon. Hey, how are you? <laughs> it's the first time I have to eat all.
1: <laughs> yeah no thank you very much um thank you so much for having it so it's lovely to be chatting with you
0: yeah i am uh, very very interested by uh uh by having you on the show for uh, for two reasons so first you're on the other side of the of the planet in australia uh, but you are also in the health uh you're also in the health uh, industry and, and you provide as well uh, B2B services. So uh, let's start by, uh, for the audience, uh, can you start by uh, sharing your, uh, your career story?
1: Yeah, like I, you know, for me, uh, so it's Catherine here, I've been in healthcare um, a very long time. You know, gosh, you know, sort of 27, 28 years. Um, I'm a registered nurse and healthcare is something that I love. And, uh, you know, my journey now with the Vitamin C blog has given me an opportunity to share my voice of the things I love in healthcare, which is health promotion and preventative health. Um, and you know, I know that health is—it's an important part of our lives. Um, but healthcare is big and it's complex, and it's hard to navigate for people. And uh, through the Vitamin C blog, I found this uh, with Casey, this very unique way for us to talk about health in a fun and relatable way to help other people in the broader community really globally in the um, you know across populations to to be able to accomplish more in their health through mm-hmm. relatable fun health content and uh, preventing you know spread, spreading messages of preventative health
0: and, and, and when, when did you create the blog I mean which year?
2: Um, we kicked off the blog um, about the middle of 2019, so it's still relatively new. And um, really what inspired us to jump in and create it is basically we we actually had another business together before this, and um, mm-hmm. we had so many things that we learned from that. But the biggest thing that we could see from that is that people wanted to make a change in their lives. They just, A, didn't have the tools, and B, they just couldn't seem to get their head around so many concepts because there was this massive gap between Mm -hmm. the way that kind of healthcare uh, speaks and the way that it's received from the end consumer. There's a bit of a gap Mm -hmm. there. So what we wanted to do is come in and we wanted to bridge this gap. So um, kind of our tagline is informing, connecting, and empowering. So those are kind of our three pillars mm-hmm. of of how we function with vitamin C. So it's bringing education that you know Catherine brings um, medical to the table, and I'm I'm a marketer by trade. So um, so kind of being able to communicate to, to the end user is sort of my specialty. So between the two of us, we we kind of bring those two things together, um, and then connecting as well comes into play. Because, you know, Catherine has this amazing network of healthcare people. um, And we have this great vehicle now to speak to the end consumer. So again, it's just connecting those two together um, and and giving a platform to do that. Um, And then empowering is providing the tools Mm -hmm. and and the information required to make a change in your life from a health perspective. So that's kind of... um, how we came about
0: and sort of what our mission is. Yeah. Uh so you, so as as you just said Casey you have another let's say uh professional background than uh than Catherine. you came more from a marketing uh you have a more market marketing related background. Uh, you were already uh interested or already active in terms of uh, getting healthcare information?
2: Yeah, so um So again, kind of in my personal life, I'm, I'm quite active. I'm into Mm -hmm. exercise and, and I'm naturally kind of of an interest in nutrition, but really, so Catherine and I met actually, um, in two, two jobs ago, um, she and I met working for a healthcare company. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that we worked together on another health related business. So health has always kind of had this, um, uh, a bit of a theme through everything that we've done because it's it's an interest of mine, just kind of from like a a personal perspective, and for for Catherine, it's obviously a, a passion of hers and something that she's been involved with from a career perspective as well. So that's mm-hmm. sort of how the the health theme has kind of been.
0: Okay, so um, to come back to uh, the subject of uh, informing, connecting, and uh, empowering, how do you actually share? your uh, message
2: yeah that's a a great question so maybe we could go through what our business model was kind of Mm -hmm. pre-covid and then actually we can even get into how our business model has changed and i think that will give a really good indication of of what you you mean there yeah
1: so you know if we wind back the clock you know say six months ago before you know covid19 uh when um through our blog you know, you'll see a lot of the work that we do in the writing and even the video content. It's written for you know the consumer, um, everyone uh, in the population, and um, as part of our business model at the time, we uh, wanted to to branch in and do quite a lot in the health consultancy space, so helping medical businesses to thrive more, to see opportunities, help them to um, to help them navigate some of their spaces. And, um, and, you know, we had designed some preventative uh, health programs, um, particularly around the gut uh, gut health space, to be able to go into companies, um, workplaces, and, uh, and educate people in the workplace. And we had uh, spent quite a bit of time working on some of that B2B modelling. And then uh, COVID-19 mm-hmm. arrived. And really... Um, you know, through I guess you could say through a bit of a spanner in the works, as it did for everyone, and um, and we, you know, we really had to stop and have a, a think about like where we were in the business, and we were still obviously we're still very early in our journey. Uh, we loved talking to the consumer, but it was sort of like where where does this sit now in our relationship with the B two B, and uh, I guess in in looking at what we were doing and what was happening in the environment around us, it was very difficult. Um, to be able to obviously go and do preventative health programs with companies because the face-to-face element had suddenly been removed and then we realized that really uh, health medical businesses healthcare businesses uh, were probably going into a different sort of uh need they weren't looking to or how can we you know work on our needs and thrive they're really looking to sort of organize what do we need to do to really survive and bunker down and we have other priorities now and so really a lot of the things in that consulting space um just weren't you know weren't going to work a couple of months ago and um and being I guess creative people um we you know obviously when you look at the blog it's uh it's a digital platform and we began to really think about well what else could we do how else could we talk to businesses um how can we you know, spread out preventative health messages. And um, and I guess in a creative sort of way, we've come up with some new concepts. Um, and, um, and I might let Casey sort of jump in um, here as well. But the, you know, our model from six months ago, where we were doing a lot of niche things we wanted to do with B2B, we've sort of now, we've changed that model. Um, and we're now going in with creating more interesting preventative health tools to help businesses Uh, but for the consumer nothing's really changed there like we write very fun and relatable content Uh, we do uh video series so we know that not everyone likes to uh to read everything people like to be quite visual so we're quite creative so you'll see us being creative in a visual sense in a you know in a i guess a written sense as well and casey anything from you all you know
2: uh, no, I think Catherine pretty much covered it, but yeah, I think kind of the upshot is we kind of went from a model of talking to the consumer, um, through our blog, but we also had these plans, you know, to do face to face, um, mm-hmm. programs, which is no longer viable, um, and do consultancy for, um, healthcare, which as Catherine mentioned, you know, they're not looking to how they can better their business. Now they're looking how how can we actually make sure that it stays afloat. So their focus yes. has changed. Means mm-hmm. ours has changed, and um, so yeah, I guess the cool thing is now, um, yeah, now we're we're continuing on the whole education aspect. But um, but I guess you know we've yeah we're we're having to come to the table with more digital. Uh, solutions to help people rather than face to face. And I think that's kind of the key change. It's yeah. just, it's a crazy world, you know. This yeah. is, you have to be agile. <laughs> and yes, I think yes. we're lucky that we're probably creative because I think a part of
1: being agile and having to sort of, you know, tic tac a little bit and, and change direction and, and try and uh, stay connected to the consumers we want, that you need to be creative. And so we're quite mm-hmm. fortunate that together, in different sorts of ways, we are, you know, when we brainstorm, we are able to come up with some, um, you know, some really interesting concepts, which um, which is exciting, but it's also daunting because it means that, you know, you're uh, starting on that journey again of building things and you sort of lose time along the way. So it's sort of like how mm. can you be really uh, most creative and most efficient in the way that you get your messages out there to the consumer?
0: Mm. How did you go about uh, digitizing your uh, services? Uh, did you have to reskill or did you have to call upon the help of uh, uh, external people in order to uh, to do that?
1: Well, we're quite, uh, I guess this is where we're really sort of fortunate is that the Sea blog started out as a digital platform and it still mm-hmm. is today. So we, we already really, we had the core foundations there um, for us so it so we didn't need to uh you know suddenly reinvent something we already had that established and been lucky enough that in my healthcare journey um you know along the way i've met some really interesting health tech you know innovators um mm-hmm. who um you know who've sort of i guess supported us with different parts of our um our platform um i know that you know Casey has um prior to actually the COVID-19 sort of was learning a whole lot of new like digital marketing kind of tools which um, skills which absolutely has really really helped us so it's probably really it's more for Casey that's probably um, diversified the skill set when it comes to digital which has really really helped um, the business.
2: Yeah I'll just uh, jump in and quickly add on We have been fortunate enough, like Catherine said, we have a few people who've helped us actually one in particular, um, which is something I don't know how I forgot to mention this before um, because it's very relevant to the COVID-19 situation, but um, telehealth has obviously become huge. People need to be able to communicate to their healthcare uh, professionals. And if they can't see them in person, um, you know, it, it's it's like telehealth has been given a violent shove into this new world and people have to embrace it. So again, we're very lucky. We already had plans to um, to connect sort of the consumer who was reading one of our blog articles with a relevant healthcare professional who they may want to speak to after reading about a um, health concern that they might be facing. So what we've done is we we kind of kicked our butts in gear and we launched that platform um currently we are working on um onboarding a few new healthcare professionals um to give people more of um more of a of a choice who they want to want to speak to but the amazing thing is is that you can be anywhere in Australia and you can speak to you know um Georgie Gerald um <laughs> sorry <laughs> Geraldine Giorgio I've just uh mixed up her name there but she is she's a a a great dietitian that we have a great relationship with and Mm um you can be in the northern territory or in Perth or whatever and you can have a consultation with her she can help you with your skin issues or she can help you with um really anything related to nutrition so it's just it's incredible what um this is kind of bringing to the surface. So in terms of um, talking about the digitizing and things like that, yes, we definitely had to dive in head first and, and learn about how some of these things are, are going to work and um, because now they're more relevant than ever. Yep.
0: About the healthcare industry, do you see telehealth as being a temporary trend or something that will continue after the pandemic?
1: Having been in the healthcare space for a long time, and I've, all, I've always been, you know, a supporter of digital health. Um, it won't solve all the issues in health, but it certainly plays um, an important role in, in helping in healthcare. I, you know, it's really taken COVID-19, I believe, to actually give digital health and telehealth and um, all these um, areas in digital health a, a voice to be heard um, that actually digital health has a place and digital health is a good thing and it really supports healthcare. And I think what COVID, this uh, situation that globally we've been in, I think from a consumer connecting to healthcare, I think the consumers had a bit of a taste now um, of what of what telehealth or any form of digital health can do for them in their healthcare. And I, I think as things settle down, I don't think it's going to disappear. We're not going to go back to what we were before where it was only used very marginally. It's going to be very integrated now. Mm -hmm. And it has more of the support of the people in the healthcare ecosystem where maybe prior it had a lot more uh, negativity towards it, a lot more people in the healthcare system now are positive towards it, they're supporting it, they're getting on board, which is really important. Um, And, no, I think consumers, consumers really like it. And, um, you know, it, it might tailor back a little bit, but I actually think it's here to stay and it needed COVID-19 to give it the voice for that to happen. And really like, you know, as Casey was saying, if we look at, um, like Geraldine Georgia, the dietitian that we know, she's an amazing dietitian. She's one of Australia's best dietitians and, you know, uh, people from out, you know, in any area of Australia could benefit from talking to her, but really before, telehealth and those sort of uh i guess digital platforms it's very hard to know to connect with people uh you'd sort of just see the people local in your area and if you lived in a regional area of australia you might live hundreds of kilometers away from the metro center and uh, telehealth really allows people to connect with really good people who are doing great things and met regional areas to connect with uh metro areas now and uh, i think we'll actually see a lot more innovation come now in digital help and this is this is only a good thing for the end consumer so i think it's here to stay and it's going to play quite um an important role in helping yeah. people accomplish more
0: I agree with you and I think um, to come back to the connecting uh, connecting is a huge differentiator that uh, we have with the vitamin C blog because uh, for example uh, if I have a nutrition problem I could uh, try to get in touch with any dietetician that is living nearby my uh, my home my city or my neighborhood but uh, by going through the vitamin C blog I can have access to uh, the best uh, or one of the best dietitians. Uh, that exist in the in the country, so uh, I think that's a huge uh, that's a huge added value in terms of uh, the healthcare, the quality of the healthcare that is provided uh, to the population.
1: Correct, you're correct there because I think you know there's a lot of providers out there doing telehealth, and uh, some of it's you know it, it's large scale, like that sort of it's uh, their platforms they have hundreds of people on there, um, but for us uh, the connecting side and the telehealth platform really came about as not to be a, a mass market. It was really actually we want to, because I, you know, my own personal health journey and my journey through healthcare and commercial health, you know, if you as a consumer, if you can meet the right practitioners who that, you, that can really help you um, in your journey, you will get more done in health. And I think, you know, health begins with what you know, it begins with what you understand, but it actually has a lot to do with who you connect with. And if Mm -hmm. you can connect with people, um, that, that can really help you, then that's, then that is amazing. You get so much done. And so every, you know, the practitioners that, um, that people would see on the vitamin C blog are people that we believe in, and they're people that that we have relationships with, they, you know, Geraldine is my own dietitian. So, you know, I recommend her because she's, she literally saved my life. And, and so for the people we have on the platform, we advocate for them and we believe in them. And we really believe that they have the expertise to really help people um, solve those, those needs that they have. And sometimes it's really hard to find that person to help you in health, but You know, if someone can just help you find someone and they're a trusted source, it's worth, it's worth a bag of gold. Um, That's what I found, like particularly my own personal health experience. It really makes such a difference to your outcomes and your own, um, you know, the way that your, your wellbeing, you know, your overall health, it's quite profound.
0: Uh, great, and um, we are on a consulting uh, on the consulting lifestyle podcast. It's a consulting related. Uh, uh, we go about consulting related subjects. So I would like to know uh, what does uh, consulting lifestyle mean to you. Uh, also, knowing that uh, you have you had started uh, another business before uh, together. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, we, uh, gosh, we've been on a bit of a journey. Um, you learn a lot of things in the different journeys the case, and I've learned lots of things in... Not, the... not
2: enough time in the day to
1: go <laughs> through
2: those. Another time, perhaps.
1: But, uh... um, but, you know, look, for for me, for, you know I've, I've, you know, I've been in healthcare a long time, and it's big and it's complex, and it's very labour-intensive. It's very one-to-one or one to a few. But for me, I've found that finding uh, the creation of vitamin C has given me this ability to have this freelance sort of voice in healthcare. Mm -hmm. And I have a great passion for health promotion, for preventative health and for connecting people. And so vitamin C has given me, I guess, this uh, freelance consulting lifestyle to be able to have a voice not to just be one-to-one, but actually to have a voice across many people, uh, to be able to spread the messages. And, and I've been lucky enough that actually preventative health, it shouldn't just be one-to-one, it should be across the masses. And so vitamin C in its freelance style allows me to to be able to communicate in a creative way that I enjoy, um, that Case and I are really
2: good at. I don't want to interrupt. Yeah. Actually, Catherine said something so interesting to me yesterday and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but Mm -hmm. she said we're able by help going via a, you know, medical professional or being able to help them work more efficiently. You're able to have a major impact on healthcare without being Mm. actually by the bedside. Mm. And I think that's what we're able to achieve kind of from this consulting um, perspective is we're not, well, Catherine is an earth right. technically. Um, but that's not the capacity in which we work, but you know, we're not there with a steth- stethoscope where they're mm-hmm. telling someone else here, here's how to better manage all the other aspects of your business so that you can more effectively treat and, and help people. Here's how to speak to them better. Here's how to communicate yeah. to them better and, and help them engage more effectively, um, in their health. So I guess that, Yes, it's pretty much. Yeah, I agree. And so it is, it's just, it's really um, when you sort of,
1: I think if you really want to make a big impact in something like healthcare, that's pretty big, and uh, it can be pretty political and a pretty noisy space, Mm. but if you really want to have a a big impact uh, to the end consumer, uh, if you can, being able to be a freelance outside of the healthcare space, with vitamin C we can be really creative. We can help people. Um, we you know we do advisory work for people. We do assist people with like Casey said, how they can communicate better. How do you design your service pathways to be a more effective to the end user? Yeah. Um, and at the same time, you know, uh, we get to support some of those important healthcare communications, uh, through our content voice, uh, you know that's obviously free for the consumer to read, but we get to be quite creative and freelance without anyone tying us down to what we can and cannot say. So a lot of the um, that freelance voice that we have um, is creative; it's ours, but it really actually supports healthcare
2: in an indirect way. I think like the cherry on top, which I think yes. you and everyone listening will agree with, is you're not stuck in the red tape of a massive corporation, first of all. So you have a bit of freedom. Um, yeah. You're able to bring in a level of creativity that might be staunched in a bigger organization. And you're able to fail mm. and learn. And all those things create innovation and they create disruption. And you're able to really, really make a difference without someone kind of holding you back mm. when you're a consultant or you're working a freelance lifestyle. So. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, this embodied by the pivoting that you did during the, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, uh, for sure. And, uh, by the way, also, uh, Catherine, you do produce, you do create some content on LinkedIn, right?
1: Yeah, I do. And, uh, that, you know, I, and again, like I, you know, that's, I just enjoy being able to help people. So, you know, a lot of that, uh, I guess, publishing of uh, the quick video content that I do is really just to give people some really simple tips on, you know, um, how they can think about their health and, you know what, you know, it's okay if it's not going okay, but here are some tips. And I'm a big believer that uh, that when you want to achieve things in health, it's got to be easy. It's got to be bite-sized. So the stuff I do on LinkedIn is just little tiny little tiny bites of things because, you know, what I've sort of learned is that you don't get a much, you don't get much attention span from people for very long. Mm-hmm. You only get a very short snippet of time. And if you can just give people lots of little, lots of little things along the way, it's going to help them more than giving them too much information. And, um, you know, I, I enjoy, yes, yeah, spreading messages. Um, I enjoy being a thought leader. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I hope through all my messages that it does actually help people. And, uh, I put a few ideas out there that are a little, you know, that are different to what you'd normally sort of read. So I, I try to be interesting and I think if you can be, uh, interesting, it generally sparks a bit of curiosity yes. and that gets sort of people interested to want to hear a bit more. And I think the biggest thing in health is, Uh, people. People need to be motivated, and people need to be interested first. If you, people aren't interested and motivated, they won't do anything. And and I guess I, I became a nurse. This is like you know back many decades ago because I wanted to help people. I'm just wired like that. I just want to help people. I wanted to be a marine biologist. I wanted to be a vet, but I became a nurse, and um, and I've sort of stuck in healthcare. And so any way that I can help someone. For me, that's a really – I feel really good doing that. So those little LinkedIn things I do, um, I actually feel really good about doing that. And, um, yeah, I hope I'm helping people out there.
0: You, the, you definitely my- do. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh, you definitely do, and uh, b- both of you do that as well through the, uh, through the Vitamin C blog. Uh, I assume that is where uh, people can, uh, can find you, right? Yes. Yes.
2: Vitamincblog.com. So, come find us. Come learn about yourself, and uh, maybe you'll learn something that will help you in your health
1: journey.
0: Yes. Or if uh, if
1: someone, if a listener has a question, and they want us to, you know, to write about something, mm -hmm. um, yeah, send us to send us your thoughts, send us your requests on what you'd like to uh, to hear a little bit more about.
0: Yes, and uh, <clears throat> I will put the links in the show notes uh, for uh, anyone uh, anyone interested in uh, getting in touch with you. So uh, it was great. It was the first interview with guests from uh, Oceania. So uh, Casey and Catherine, thank you so much. Uh, informing, connecting, and empowering is really the message that uh, uh, we get out of the, uh, of the episode. Yeah,
1: Thanks thank so you, Jay-Jane. It was great. Thank you for having
0: us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. Leave a review on iTunes if you have enjoyed the episode and subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified to hear other episodes with your host, Diogène